When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOFD, you'll be all set when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOFD. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 or older and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. At Lowe's, we're your go-to for great gardening values every day. That's why we've lowered our price on select bagged mulch, now starting at just $2.88 a bag. Mulch helps prevent weeds and retains moisture. And when you put it down around trees, shrubs, and flower beds, you'll see how beautiful it makes your outdoor space. Just in time to welcome back family and friends. Shop online and pick up in-store. Lowe's, home to the best part of summer. Selection and product availability vary by location. While supplies last, U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. Interesting topic today. And we're going to have a very knowledgeable guy on Sebastian Bauer, uh, who's going to talk a little bit about his thoughts on the Ravens' need for a more mobile athletic center. Uh, Sebastian, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? No complaints. No complaints at all. Uh, So folks can find you on Twitter at ask double underscore Sebastian. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. All right. Wonderful. So we always we love having these very specific short topics. So listen up, folks, if you want to want to figure out how to get on the show and and what makes a good topic. I've already done the the production work with Sebastian here, and this is very specific and and excellent. Sebastian, lead us in. Yeah, sure. So um, I was kind of thinking about how after Matt Skura was injured last year, the Ravens sort of didn't really have a super solid plan to replace him, which gave me a lot of confidence that he would come back. Uh, just fine. But he really did not seem 100%. And uh, I'm wondering if it's time to think about having another guy, another veteran come in and replace him. Uh, Somebody who's familiar with the kind of zone blocking that we do, uh, because zone blocking is kind of the fundamental way that we run our our run game through. Uh, We primarily run inside zone between the tackles. uh, But I think that if we had a more athletic guy with maybe a little more length, we would be able to run outside zone as well. So basically like inside zone is for those that don't really know zone blocking is where you sort of block the guy in your zone as opposed to a specific man. 
inside zone blocking is very physical, very downhill, and very vertical, while outside zone blocking is very horizontal and very lateral. And outside zone blocking requires a lot of athleticism and a lot of length because the center typically will have to do what's called a reach block in level two. Mm -hmm. And the problem is a lot of teams don't run outside zone because they don't have the center to or the other offensive linemen who have that sort of athleticism or that length. So they just write in, run inside zone instead. So it takes multiple players to have the reach for that angle blocking capability. We had Matt Skur on the show and he, he mentioned that uh, uh, himself was that, you know, the, their angles were getting very extreme to be able to block, particularly on the backside when they're creating that crease um, to, to uh, you know, and there's a puller missing. So the guy next to him, the guard is missing next to him. Right. He's got to pick up what effectively might be a three tech or, a, or maybe a, uh, maybe a two tech, you know, it's, it's a, one of those two where there's a substantial still amount of room for him to move to his left to get that. A- anyway, let's, let's, uh, there's a lot to unpack in what you just said. Sure. You're talking about the Ravens not having a plan was a matter of after Matt Skura went down and McCary played the rest of the season, you thought if they had serious concerns about Matt Skura not coming back, that they would have addressed it differently in this offseason. Correct. Yeah, I, I, that, that's basically exactly what I thought. Okay, so, so the Ravens did do a couple of things. They, they got Tristan Colon Castillo and they kept him around and protected him even after the season started. And they, they uh, drafted Ben Bredesen with a fairly high pick. I guess he was a four. Um, you know, there was another lineman I liked a lot better at that exact same spot. New England ended up getting him about 40 picks later. Uh, but, but they got Ben Bredesen, who actually kind of matches the mold of a lot of those other Ravens guys who play on the interior. Very short-armed. And, you know, obviously could have some of the same deficiencies as these other players. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I, I never really had thought about Bredesen as a center, and I think he played guard in college. Uh, so I mm-hmm, sort of pictured him there. And Colon Castillo, I thought, was, you know, a normal depth, undrafted free agent guy that they liked and wanted to develop. But, yeah, I, I thought that if – if I'm, I, I actually am a, I'm a Matt Skura fan. Like, I think he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's great. I just don't know if he is uh, – if he's – how he's going to do because he – was clearly playing injured. So I thought, you know, bringing in Colon Castillo and, and drafting a guard was pretty typical Ravens move, keep the depth, keep the youth, but Matt was their guy. Um, so that's sort of where I thought that was going. But I think that, you know, if Matt Skura can come back, I definitely think he's an option if he's not like seriously permanently injured. Yeah, we've, we've had that discussion, in fact, today on the offensive line review, talking about whether or not Skura makes sense as a, as a return. And honestly, I don't think there's a great market for him. Yeah, so I think that there is going to be a good chance to sign him for one year for maybe two. And that really would be the question is, do you want to try and sign him for two or just sign him for one and, and hope that he gets back to normal? Their other choices are all young. And at guard, where they had a chance to play DJ Fluker, they didn't go that route with taking the older, potentially better player. They went with options among several younger players. Right. First, Phillips, a rookie, then McCary, a second-year guy. Yeah, they did a lot of rotation all year, which was really strange to me. Um, but I, I was into it because I thought it was mm-hmm. cool to see all those guys live because, you know, you don't always get to see those depth players play. Yeah, I... Um, I think that Skura is definitely a potential to return, but I was thinking, you know, there are some really good players at center who are familiar, super familiar with the zone blocking scheme. Uh, I know Alex Mack played with Shanahan in, in uh, 
in Atlanta. And I've heard that there are rumors that the Eagles may not stick with Jason Kelsey. He might, he may either be mm-hmm. traded or he may be released. I've heard those things. And those are two guys that excel at the inside and the outside zone. So there are definitely options there. I love free agent free agents uh, for the offensive line. I think it's a position where you really need to know what you're doing and not that development isn't great. And some of the guys we've gotten aren't great, but I think that especially at center, because the centers has to do so much in our, in our run game, like you said, I think it's just important to get a guy that we know can, can make it happen if we need to. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, there, there, I think there are reasons to do it and reasons not to, and this is really turning into a GM discussion, which is cool. We all, we, we need to cover all angles of this, yeah, sure. but, uh, but uh, you know, they have five guys probably on the roster that would be considered centers, center possibilities, but in some quarters, I would rule out Bozeman immediately because I think he's too valuable to the team at left guard. Yeah. He's but then it still leaves you with, yeah, I mean, and it's a right-handed run game, and and they so they pull many more times from left to right is what I mean by that when I say it. But they but they have uh, uh, four other guys now. Skura, who is will not be with the team after the free agency period starts, obviously. So they're gonna have to sign him. Um, then they have some young guys. They have McCary, who will be entering year three, and has played some and okay at center. I wouldn't say he's played great. I don't think he played great as a rookie. I think he was okay this year. They have TCC, who we've seen for two games, and honestly, I don't. There's just not enough to go on. I, I rated one a D and one a B in terms of the grades. So I think he was okay, but I don't think he's anything really special. And then you have Bredesen, who's a complete unknown. He's, he hasn't started at the position yet, but arm length tells me that that's his likely ending point with the Ravens. Yeah, definitely. I, I totally agree. Um, it's really crazy how young we've, we are there and how many unknowns there are. And, you know, we used to have Yonda, who was just the, the pro and was asked to do so many combo blocks and so many crazy things. And now it's just a bunch of young unknowns. And it kind of makes me personally worried as a, as, as a team that lives and dies by this run game. um, Mm -hmm. You really want a guy who knows what he's doing, but I was, I was talking to you about it a little bit earlier. The center is not only like a position where you can upgrade your strength at the run blocking position, but it also gives the opportunity to run black to, um, sorry, to upgrade the weakness at the pass blocking. So, we, I know we had struggles. We struggled with snaps. We struggled with pass blocking. And this is a player who cannot, who can make you better at the thing you were so great at and also improve you in a position where you might've had some deficiencies. So that is sort of a unique situation as far as a need perspective goes. Yeah, de- definitely an opportunity to improve. And, and I think part of what they're going to do is they're going to have to balance the cost with whatever benefit they get out of it. But it, but it is, I mean, I look at it, it's definitely a glasses half empty situation in terms of what they could add to it, or yeah. maybe the glasses three quarters empty in the, in the current uh, situation. So I understand that perspective. Breaking up is hard to do, but when it comes to your wireless carrier, you should have left a while ago. You deserve better. Xfinity Mobile, break free from the big three. Get unlimited with 5G included for $30 a month when you get four lines on Xfinity Mobile. Prices may vary and are subject to change. Reduce speeds at 20 gigabytes per line. Introducing the Lowe's List for Innovation. While our aisles are filled with innovative products, we've selected our favorites just for you. Like the exclusive Whirlpool washer with industry-first two-in-one removable agitator. We love this washer because you can customize any load. And with other smart features to streamline your laundry routine, this product is a must-have for families. Shop the full Lowe's list of top picks at Lowe's.com. Lowe's, home to any budget, home to any possibility. U.S. only. 
Um, the Ravens with a a first year guy just finished a guy who's just finished one year and two guys actually two guys who've just finished one year and one guy who's just finished two years and then Skura. I think the question even becomes: Will they re-sign Matt? But if they did not, you know, I'm I'm still not sure they would go to the open market to the free agency and get a center. There is one thing weighing very heavily in the favor of them doing that this year. And that's that the, the middle class is probably going to get very little of the total dollars of cap that are available, which are very limited. Yeah. So they'll go to edge rushers, they'll go other places, but then you're probably going to have a couple centers who are veterans who can be signed in the one to $2 million range, probably if they're older in particular. Yeah, that's definitely true. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not opposed to Matt Skura coming back as all, at all. But I think, you know, he is not on the roster, obviously, right now, because he's a free agent. So you kind of the, the decision has to be made. And, and I'm sure he's one of, of many options. It, it could be a possibility. Or you could go a different direction. All right, ask you to handicap this and you haven't done it up front. And I know I'm, I'm asking you to do something. So I, I want to pick seven possibilities to play center and okay. the center the, the seven possibilities are draft somebody from free agency uh skura um bozeman uh mccary tcc and bredesen those are your seven who, who do you how would you rank them in terms of most likely to least likely of what the ravens end up with an opening day 2021 um as so as far as what the ravens would do not necessarily what i would do i think that or you can you can say you why don't you tell me what you think is would be the ideal situation? Yeah, I think I think the ideal situation would be to go and try to get an established veteran who really knows what he's doing, um, like an Alex Mack, like a free agent. Yeah, I do think if I it, that knowing the Ravens, I think that they'll probably try to keep their guy Matt Skura because I think there's not going to be a huge market for him. I think that he's not going to be terribly expensive. I think he's been you know he's been successful here he knows what he's doing but and you know they have a lot more information on his injury than we do so i'm sure that they'll make a good decision regarding that if he's able to play and he's ready to go i know they really like him so i think that that is probably what they would do but i would probably go with the free agent okay so if if you're talking about what skura did this last year and and i by the way free agent number one i wouldn't have a problem with either but um skura did not have a terrible year from a blocking perspective it was mostly from a snapping perspective that he was really bad so when you talk about his injury there's two things you could be talking about one is the knee injury and coming back from that which was obviously devastating and you know another year may really help him further in terms of his ability to get around i didn't really there was some mobility questions I had early in the year, but I didn't really cite that as a huge deficiency for Skura for the year as a whole. Obviously, the other thing is when his hand broke open or finger broke open and then all of a sudden he couldn't snap the ball straight, that's a bigger problem. Yeah. And actually, impact, it's, a, it's a lower frequency but very high severity problem. Yeah. So like, yeah, like I said, yeah, I think it's, I think it's probably both. I think that, you know, the, the snapping is a huge issue, obviously. And that is the number one thing you have to get right. Um, but if there are problems with his athleticism, like you mentioned earlier in the year, I mean, it sounds like from what you've charted that he got better over time, but if that is a problem, that's exactly kind of what I was trying to highlight that that athleticism is really important in the zone blocking and especially getting into that level too and making those reach blocks. Sure. Yeah. Okay, I, I think, uh, I think near the bottom of the list would be going with a guy like a Bozeman or a Macari or a okay. Colon Castillo. I don't think that 
they, I mean, it was pretty clear that they weren't comfortable with Colon Castillo because McCurry started over him several times, uh, even when Castillo was ready to go. Um, I know McCurry played a lot of tackle at Cal, and uh, he's kind of filled in in a number of different spots. So I'm not 100% sure, honestly, where they see him. He might just be sort of a, a depth kind of piece, like, a, like sort of like a James Hurst who can play multiple positions. So um, I would say that probably number one, the, 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 the draft is sort of that middle of the road likelihood. I think that mm-hmm. I can't, I mean, I can't see the Ravens not drafting a, an interior offensive lineman at some point in the draft. I feel like they do it every year. So how about, how about Bredesen relative to McCary or Colon Castillo as options? Oh my gosh. I feel like I know very little about how they view him because mm-hmm. We've seen so little, and he even like back in camp, he wasn't taking clear reps. He was kind of all over the place, and and obviously it was very limited because of COVID. So they didn't have as much going on that we were allowed to see. So I, I he's a big question mark for me. I'm not really sure what they could do with him. I I know I have I have friends who really like him, and from what I watched, I thought he was you know I thought they took him in an appropriate place. Maybe he wasn't the best offensive lineman still there, but. Um, I think that, yeah, he's definitely a dark horse. I'd say of the, of the, those guys that are the Bozeman's, the Colon Castillo's, the, the McCarries, I'd say he's probably the most likely just because I think that their limitations slash with Bozeman, like their ability to play guard so valuably in our system kind of give them a, a, a very unlikely, whereas uh, Bredesen's such an unknown that it, I, I don't know. It could be it's 50 50 or, you know what I mean? It could go any way. Right. It all depends I, on how I, they view him. But Bredesen, you know, came with a rep as a very cerebral player with a very mm-hmm. strong memory and, and just everything about him physically as well as those projected traits. Now, the Ravens also had John Urschel for a while. And John yeah. Urschel, smart as he was, didn't work out as an offensive lineman. Um, in, in the case of Bredesen, I think. He's likely to work out at center, and I think the Ravens probably do project him there one day. But I'm going to I'm going to parrot back your list to you as I as I heard it, and you sure. tell me where I got it wrong. So you think the most likely thing is that the Ravens, or the way maybe this is the way uh, Sebastian would do it, is is number one is you'd go to free agency and find your guy, whether that's Alex Mack or Jason Kelsey or somebody else. Yeah, definitely. And number two, you'd re-sign Matt Skura. Yeah. Okay. Number three, you'd go the draft. And obviously, you know, I think that makes a lot of sense that the Ravens need to conserve draft capital, but they also have, uh, you know, some options. They've also been very good at drafting offensive linemen late. So maybe that's where you get a developmental player if you get a year out of a free agent player, too. So it's not like one of these strategies is exclusive to the other. Sure. All right. And then number four, I have you because you had him ahead of the others was Bredesen. Yeah. And then number five is a, is a tie. Yeah. Any order. McCary TCC. And then Bozeman seventh because he's too valuable elsewhere. Yeah. He, yeah, for sure. And I mean, so when, when I talk about like free agent, it doesn't have to be a big signing like Alex Mack or Jason, K. like you said, there might be some, mm-hmm. some guys who are very available later in the year because of the, the reduced cap and, and so many teams over the cap, you know, we could get a, we could get a cut. And, and we could get a pretty good deal. Uh, so that's definitely possible. And I also want to mention that, um, that they could, I mean, even if they sign somebody that does not, like you said, it doesn't stop them from drafting a guy as well. 
And, you know, we had Eric DaCosta basically came on and said, upgrading the offensive line is such a priority. So I think that they'll probably go out and do something in free agency. Yeah. Uh, so it's unusual that they want to talk about the current players where you have a lot of youth and say upgrading the offensive line really is something we need to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it is what it is, but Sebastian, great, great topic here. Uh, yeah. thanks for, thanks for a very focused topic and a great discussion. You obviously know a lot about offensive line play. We'd love to have you back on again, uh, on another offensive line topic. And we're going to record another show about another unrelated topic right after this, but uh, really appreciate having you on. Uh, tell folks again where, what your Twitter handle is. Yeah, it's uh, ask double underscore Sebastian. All right. Thanks for having me on. Uh, thanks a lot. Well, we really appreciate you coming. And other folks who want to get in, focus topic, three bullets to me by email at filmstudy21 at verizon.net or on Twitter at filmstudyravens. Uh, thanks again for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time on Film Study. <laughs> Introducing the Lowe's List for Innovation. While our aisles are filled with innovative products, we've selected our favorites just for you. Like the exclusive Whirlpool washer with industry-first two-in-one removable agitator. We love this washer because you can customize any load. And with other smart features to streamline your laundry routine, this product is a must-have for families. Shop the full Lowe's list of top picks at Lowe's.com. Lowe's, home to any budget, home to any possibility. U.S. only. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.